Hey, what is up, everybody? This is Rob Rivera. And this is Rob Rucha. And you're listening to the Robcast Podcast. 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 All right, we're rolling. What? We're rolling. Oh, we're rolling. Yeah. What are, we, right. what are we rolling, Rob? Oh, we're rolling on the podcast. Rolling on the podcast. All right, all right. Gotcha. Um, this is episode uh, oh, Eight, is 18. 18. Yeah. Jesus. We're getting there. Yeah, pretty We're almost we'll getting to, to, to 20. Close out, to close out that season. Yeah, first season. I think we're going to call it a 20 and then uh, hopefully launch a second season after you, Mr. Busybody Tour Guy, gets off the road. I can't help it. I know. He's like just in the middle of an album cycle. It's like, let's do a podcast. I can still <laughs> record from the road, Rob. I know. I can come out and record with you. <laughs> exactly. Like episode 10. Yeah. Like the full circle episode, we need to do one definitely from from the Hell Yeah tour that you guys are. Ab- are absolutely. Yeah, I mean this will absolutely. be actually probably coming out right when you guys are on the tour. Yeah. Uh, this particular episode with uh, a really really great guest, um, a, a influential uh, powerhouse guitar player from both our worlds. Yeah. Um, early on in our careers, before we made it, and even like you know, before any of the the real pop in the industry happened it was like very beginning of that of, yeah. of everything new metal um so today we've got mikey doyling from the band snot yes and uh he is a old friend uh we have connected with him over the years and uh like i said i have said it before and you'll probably hear it on the podcast how snot influenced non-point to be the live band that we are and um it's just been incredible to to continue that legacy of a live band. You know, like they just threw it down. There was no computer on stage, no clicks, no no tracks. It was just them throwing it down, playing it old school style. You can tell that they had a huge punk rock influence. Well, and they were jumping off walls and yeah. climbing amps, and I mean, definitely doing everything uh, everything shy of. You know, shitting on stage. Yeah, they 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 were really a powerhouse live band, and one of those bands that nobody wanted to follow. I mean, it was no. nobody wanted to follow that band. So I'm very excited about this chat. We're gonna get to calling him here real soon. Yeah, he's what out in California. California, right? okay, Los, so uh, Santa uh, Santa Barbara. A couple couple hours behind us here. I think so. it's Santa Barbara. Uh, we'll we'll get him on the horn and uh, see what he's got to say. Before we get to our interview with Mikey, we're going to play a song from his current band, Channel Zero, called Blood Letters. Check it out.
man, Rob. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good, my brother. Man, it's been a, a hot minute since I've seen you or talked to you. No, no doubt. No doubt. Um, well, thank you, dude, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, um, dude, thank you for inviting me. It's awesome. I, I have, you know, if anybody knows me, knows what snot has meant to Nonpoint and 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 your dude, live show you. is the reason why we have the live show that we have, and it, it's all credited to your band. No, oh, dude, thank you so much, man. And you guys are awesome. I love your new video. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. I, um, like I said, I, I told people we open up for you guys in uh, Machine Head at oh, the, I, in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, or in Pompano Beach, Florida. And, I remember that. And then I uh, remember I had bought your record, I believe, a week before. And I was like excited because we love the album and we love Machine Head. I was like, wow, what a great bill to be a part of. And, and Wow. So, um, yeah, you guys started and then I went to the back where my dudes were at. I saw uh, Lynn jump out in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Immediately. And then I went to the guys in my band. I said, you guys need to drop everything that you're doing right now. I need to come inside and watch this. And it was like we had never seen that kind of energy yeah, we were fierce, man. But I mean, we were, that was like our first tour, one of our first tours. Yeah. We're like, all right, we got to fucking kill it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys, I mean, I, and, and it blended well with my, what Machine Head was doing because they were pretty energetic as well. They had some, hell yeah. They had a lot, a lot of heavy songs, and, 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 and Logan was a beast on stage. Absolutely. So, and he's but, back. He's so back what, what made you guys like, you know, obviously, you know, once we saw that, we, look, we looked at ourselves and said, hey, we know what we need to do now. You know, and actually two days later, we played at that same club. And people uh, that came to see us with you guys saw a completely different band. Like, it was like a matter of days. Right. Like, and we just went home sore and <laughs> hurting that night. Because, we you know, we had, had energy, but we never had that kind of. I said, we need to even do even go harder. <laughs> So, but uh, what made you guys say, you know what, we need to go out there because no, no, no bands really around that time had that kind of like stage show where it was like almost physical and like extreme game type. So like what, what made you guys decide, man, we just got to go out there and destroy stuff. You know, man, we were heavily influenced by punk rock bands like No Effects and RKL. Yeah, and of course, Bad Brains, the old old days, and those bands seem to bring it like that, you know. As were the metal bands, they came from an era where they more kind of hung out on stage and did the rock poses. And even though we were somewhat of a new metal band or a metal band, we just had a punk rock attitude, and we were influenced by those bands. So, I mean, those bands are constantly flying in the air, jumping, you know, oh, yeah. and. Uh, that's just the school we came from. So we didn't even know that we were doing something different or extra on stage. We just thought that's what you do, man. You know? Yeah. You know what? In a lot of bands of that era, the big thing was that nobody wanted to play after Snot. You know, man. That's I mean, so that's nice like that's like that. the biggest compliment I think you could possibly get. It, it, it really is, man. And we actually heard that quite a few times and we're like, why not, man? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we, we've had that issue over the years, you know, and it's not really an issue. Like I said, I embrace that. Like, you know, at least I know that what we do live works. 
you know, and, Hell yeah. and, and people get attached to that. And that's exactly what Snot did for me. And like even bands like Stuck Mojo, Orange Nine Millimeter, Down all those bands, bands. Yeah, all those bands brought it. And it's like I saw Orange. Orange Nine on the first Warp Tour, and they were bringing it hard. I was like, I was right? so blown away. So that that era around that time was so special with all those bands. And the one no, thing yeah, that bums me so out is I never got to tour with any of you guys. And I, oh and man, that, that's really one of the things. The only band from that era we really got to tour with a lot was Seven Dust. You know, and and but, our brothers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. You know, I always wanted to do a tour with like Downset, Snot, Nonpoint, Orange Nine Millimeter, Orange Nine Millimeter, Seven Dust. It's like, man, people sure. need an ambulance at the end of the night. Nah, no doubt, dude. <laughs> but no uh, doubt. Uh, you know, uh, that first album, you know, uh, extremely special. And and what? what you know, what, man, what, it's what, crazy. What, what, what are your best record. memories of that record? <sighs> man, well, you know what? It was so short lived, dude. We we're only a band for a few years, and and. Uh, Lynn passed away so early, yeah. you know, and it was the only record we ever did. So it all was special. You know, we were signed in 96 and Lynn had passed on in 98. Wow. So it was like a two year, and you know, how fast two years blows by when you're on in the, the road. music industry. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it was just all great. I mean, in the early, early days before we were signed to Geffen, we were playing the Roxy a lot. Yeah. And those those shows were insane. It was it would be snot, incubus, system of a down, and cold chamber. No, no nobody was signed. Wow, that was a local show, dude. <laughs> and and yeah. I wonder if something like that could be pulled off now. <laughs> I know, right? Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be. I, mean, that, I can't even imagine like seeing all. I mean, every single band had success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were all like challenging each other. I mean. You know, it would be like uh, System of Down going on first. You know, they were like kind of the early ones or Incubus and then us and then Cold Chamber, you know, and we'd all be watching each other on the side of the stage and we'd all be supportive and all be thinking, fuck, we got to beat that band. You know, it, it was it was a good time, man. And none of us thought it was possible to take over the world like System of a Down did or Incubus, yeah. you know, like. We all just thought we're local dudes. Here we are rocking the Roxy. We're lucky to be here. And I guess that would be extremely special, you know, just how, I don't know, innocent we all were. You know, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know where our futures held. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, that record, I mean, is such a classic from that genre. And, and anybody. Oh, you does. mean, yeah, I mean, in the memory of writing that record. Yeah. We we got a deal with Geffen and we had maybe I don't know 60 or 70% of those songs written and Geffen was like go write more songs. So we we're like holy shit. All right. So we locked ourselves in a record in a in a jam pad and we were crazy about writing. We'd go we'd get up in the morning and we'd literally go to the studio up in the morning mean around noon and we'd go to the studio for like 3 or 4 hours and write. And then we'd go get some lunch or early dinner. And we'd go back to the studio for three or four more hours and write. And that's that period where like songs like I Just Lie came from. Awesome. Uh, we were yeah, just listening to that earlier today. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, I'll never forget the moment that I started that riff, you know. Uh, and then Sonny's eyes lit up, man. And then he just added his flavor to it. 
and he's got a funky edge to him, you know. And uh, God, those days were amazing, man. We we're just right and get some. So I mean, so was, I mean, you have you know, I mean, it's any member that passes is a tragedy, you know. And it doesn't matter who it is, what band. And then that was some. It's definitely some of the worst news we had ever heard because we used to. I mean, we used to cover snot. We did snooze button so it, all the time. Uh, so the band was very inspiring. So that I mean, we, we took that such to heart. How have you been able to like from that time to now? I'm sure there's still like me- I mean stuff that comes up. I mean it's something like that just never goes away. So how how have you been able to endure? You know, a- you, after, you know, after man, Lynn's passing. Dude, uh, when Lynn passed, it was it was absolutely fucking crushing. Yeah. My my heart was crushed. He was my best friend, my roommate. I mean, I packed his shit up, you yeah. know, for his family out of his bedroom in my house, in my apartment, our oh, apartment. Wow. Yeah, it was it was it was like indescribable, you know, the pain. Um, it was it was a brother. It wasn't a bandmate. It wasn't a friend. He was my brother. That's I mean, awesome. In my heart. And, um, you know, the way I endured, it was, uh, pretty intense. Like it was only three weeks later that Max and Gloria from Soulfly called me and, uh, I was still mourning, you know, heavily. It was only three weeks. And then they called me and asked me to go to Australia with them to play with Corn and Marilyn Manson, a tour over there. And, uh, I mean, it really did take me to another place and, I, I really thank them for inviting me to go out because they were close to Lynn and snot and they, they needed a guitar player and they knew that I was in a bad place and it kind of served both purposes. They were reaching out as friends to me, knowing, knowing that I need something to do. And it helped, and the, also and it helped need, the healing process as well. It, re- it really did, man. It, it helped, you know, it, it didn't, I mean, make me feel, any better about losing my friend, but it took my mind off it. Yeah. You know? So, uh, three weeks later they called me and then eight days after the phone call, I was in Australia touring with corn and Marilyn Manson. Wow. So I think I I saw Soulfly with you in it and was Roy the drummer at the time too. Yes, he fucking was. Yeah. I saw, I saw that. That's the first time I saw you guys together with, uh, I'd seen the Logan version as well, but but you replaced Logan, correct? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I saw that version, I think, in Fort Lauderdale at the Button South, I want to say. I can't remember who right. we were touring with. But, okay. Uh, but it was a killer show, and great to see you up there, you know, because I, right knew, on, I bro. knew what had happened, you know. And I didn't know yeah. you at the time, but I know that. I said, wow, he's definitely mourning, but, I mean, there's nothing, uh, better, there's nothing better than heal and to play music or listen to music, you know, so. You know what? When they first asked me, I was literally sitting with Tumor, our bass player for Snot, and uh, I was, we were listening to songs that we had been writing for possible uh, second record for Snot. We are just sitting down together, listening to these songs and tripping on it and like, you know, just bumming out. <laughs> and the phone call came. Gloria was on the phone, Max's wife. And she explained to me what's going on. She said, we, we'd like you to come with us to Australia. And I literally passed on it at first. I was like, you know, Glow, man, I'm not in a good place right now. I don't know. And she's like, Mikey, fucking think about it and call me back in 10 minutes. 
This is literally what she said wow. about 10 minutes. Talk about pressure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I hung the phone up and Tuber looked at me like, dude, fucking go, dude. You know? And I was like, yeah, you're right. What am I thinking, man? I, You know, I just wasn't mentally ready to do anything. I, yeah. I just lost my best friend, snot, the momentum, everything. I was just crushed. And um, Tumor's like, dude, fucking don't be a pussy. You got to go. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Totally. So I called her back and said, yeah, I'm down. That's killer. And uh, how long were you in Soulfly? You did a couple records with them, right? Yeah, I did two records and I toured like the last leg of the first record. I was in the band about almost five years. Oh, okay. And then was Roy yeah. the drummer the whole time? Roy was the drummer for like the first half and then Joe came in. Joe uh, Nunes, Nunes came Nunes. in. That's, yeah. He's from Chicago. Yep, he yeah, is a Joe, Chicago dude. That's where we're based yeah, out. Yeah, he's a <laughs> great guy. Great guy. Yeah, great, and, uh, drum, great drummer too. Great drummer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he was there too. But of course I missed Roy because Roy's one of my best buddies in, in the world. And but he's uh, I love that, Joe He's too. got that groove too, man. He, that guy. I'm actually going to go on tour with him this summer since he's out with Hell Yeah. So I, oh, no so, shit. So we're, we're on that tour and I'm excited to see him play. You know, so I've seen him with quite a I, few bands actually. So, but I'm excited to see him play the, I, the Vinnie Paul stuff. I think Roy's one of the best drummers in rock and roll, man. There's, I mean, if not the best, he's my favorite. Um, I, I remember I, I, when I had heard that Hell Yeah was going to uh, to continue with the record, and I, I said, I wonder if they will ever tour. And I had a like a friendly bet with a friend, and I said, I think it's going to be Roy, just because wow. I knew, because I knew I, I had that feeling, and because I just know his playing. You know, I, I'm very familiar with how he plays. He's like one of my favorites to to watch right. and to listen to. Dude, he- Right, right, right. He's got a great technique, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. When I heard that Roy was going to play for Hell Yeah, I thought to myself, they couldn't have made a better choice. I agree. I agree. And I believe that VP would have totally supported it. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, he's like, Roy is extremely underrated. Fuck yeah, dude. I totally agree. I hate that not more people talk about him. But you know what? Well, we're all, yeah. we're we're the guys that we can always spread the word. You know, so that's right, bro. But, uh, Before he was like part of Stone Sour, you know, I remember when he was working at the whiskey doing sound, skateboarding up Sunset to get to work. Man, it was miserable for him. And I used to talk to him. I'm like, dude, you're the best drummer out, and somebody's gonna figure that out soon. And then he got the job for Stone Sour. And it was on. Yeah, that, so that definitely does not suck. <laughs> yeah, but, no uh, doubt. So you guys uh, released the second record with all the guest singers. Uh, you guys, did you ever do? Well, a t- you, did you ever do a tour of dude, that or no? Dude, I wouldn't call that a second record because that was just a tribute record for Lynn. Okay. You know, it wasn't a snot record at all. Those were those songs? songs were those songs no. for the snot record or no? No, oh, they okay, were absolutely okay. not. Okay, we were starting to write for the second snot record, and some of those riffs. Were just possible riffs, yeah. and who knows if even they would have even made the record. We just have just started writing, yeah. and then Lynn passed. So what we did is Shannon Larkin from Godsmack, mm-hmm. killer drummer, and he was an ugly kid Joe at the time. Yeah, I saw and him. Myself I saw him, and myself, I saw him at Rachel America years ago. <laughs> that's another beast. Yeah, but um, but uh, we had just started writing songs, just to start tapping into what we do for Snot, second record, and then Lynn passed. So we uh, then we took those riffs and then made Straight Up, which that record was fucking hard to make because we were piecing it together. I'm, actually, I don't 
really love the songs or the, I just, I don't know, man. We just pieced that thing together in the name of Lynn and it was fucking difficult. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So definitely wasn't the snot record, but. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're you're writing for so many singers, you know. You have to find exactly. You have to find the certain chords, you know, the, the uh, different ranges of vocals, you know. So it, it's, I can and, and I, I can writing, see that being a, a stressful time, <laughs> dude. And we're writing from a weird place, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, all right, we're writing songs for our friend, you know. We there was just no, there was no inspiration like you are when you're in a band. Yeah, completely. I totally, I totally agree, and. I mean, you uh, um, did the Soul Fi thing, and then after that, uh, what, did you? Uh, were you part of the medication lineup, or no? No, I was not. Okay, that was Logan, right? That was Logan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? What did you do? I know you're like still jamming with Channel Zero. So what? What, what are you? What did you do in between? You know, Soul Fi and Channel Zero. I had fuck a couple bands, man. Yeah. I had a band with Roy actually. Um, and Marcelo called a bloom. Oh, I remember that. Yes, I do remember that. And who 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 was a singer on the record? Uh, Jason Radford from One Side One Zero. One Side Zero. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I I do remember reading about that. Did you guys ever do anything with that? Did that? No, we didn't. No. Okay. Now Channel Zero. Now this is a band that's from Europe, correct? Dude, I had another band though called uh, In Vitro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that band was fucking cool, man. I really enjoyed that band. I loved the bloom too. Then that, isn't oh, that, that where you guys got the the last singer that sang in Snot? Uh, no, no. Nope. Okay, okay. I've got no. my my facts wrong, but no, I, I do Tommy, remember you guys Tommy played Vicks. some Snot songs with in vitro, right? Uh, yeah, we played a couple just for fun. That's awesome. That's killer. But yeah, Tommy Vex was in Snot for a second. Yes, and I remember. We had it. We were on tour. You guys had a day off in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and oh, yeah? we and we came out to the show. And my singer Elias got on stage and sang with you guys. No shit, I dude, that's crazy. Yeah, he absolutely he, at the Sunshine Theater, right? No, no, it was it was a. You guys were on tour with Mudvayne in ten years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we came out to that show, and I think Sonny asked Elias to come out to do Snooze Button because we used to cover that song all the time. So okay. I think, I think him and Tommy did it together, and that Tommy, I think, did a really good job on those. On those Dude, songs. Tommy was amazing. Um, he did a great job for us, man. I think he did Lynn very, very good. You know, and, uh, absolutely, man. So, uh, so right now, I mean, you're in Channel Zero. Is there any kind of? I mean, it's not still active at this time, or no? Well, we are talking about doing some some dates. Yeah. Um, with Tommy, mm-hmm. um, so those will be announced sooner or later. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so Tommy, so Tommy, be- so Tommy will be fronting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. You know, of course, awesome. he's got bad wolves, man. He's super fucking busy with that. Oh, oh yeah, totally. But we still get to do a couple shows here and there, and we're booking stuff for I think uh, January. Okay, yeah, that's one of the things that I regret. It's never touring with you guys. I really wish that, uh, could, that could have happened at some point. But uh, yeah. that's so right now, are you full-time still with Channel Zero? Oh, yeah. I just got back. I was in Europe with them. We did a couple shows out there. And um, I'm going back in August for 12 more. Awesome. So that do you guys have a new record out or no? Dude, we I've recorded three records with them. Oh, killer. 
Now, yeah. now, Channel Zero, have you guys done any touring in the United States? Nothing in the States. No. Is that yeah, something? Is that something that possibly you'd like to do in the future? You know what? I'd like to, but it's kind of impossible for us, man, because we don't draw in the states. Yeah. And for a band to come over here and you know get in a van and go play to ten people a night, we're not down with that. We've all been doing it too long, and we're too old for the struggle. So we just stick to Europe. <laughs> yeah. I, mean. I feel you, dude. I feel you. There's, I don't yeah. mean, I, honestly. If it, I, I, there's no possible way for me to think that I would ever start a new band. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just totally. it's too much. It, it definitely would have to be the the right situation. You know, for right? Us. It's a young man's game. Yeah, you, you know? know, it's just too hard to start from the bottom. You know, that's why no I told, fucking I, doubt, no <laughs> doubt. In Europe, I mean, we were doing. Let's see, we just did uh, Belgium. We did 1,800 kids. Oh, that's you know, awesome. that was, that Is that where the band's from, from? Belgium? Belgium, yeah. Oh, okay. And then we go over to Holland. We do like six, seven hundred kids. You know, then we go into France. We can do a thousand kids, you know. Okay. Uh, then we come here, and seriously, if 20 people showed up, I'd be surprised. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, for a band like you, you definitely have to be a, a support act, you know, to play in front of the, the Yeah, but you got you to gotta be worth tickets to even get on a tour anymore. Otherwise, you're buying on, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not sure how many bands actually buy on, man. But I know it, it, it's it's not impossible to get on a tour, and all, you know. I, I, but right. I think a band like you guys definitely would have to come out here and support. Well, you know? I'll tell you what, Channel Zero would support Nonpoint in a heartbeat, and we can <laughs> and we can support you guys over there in Europe in a heartbeat. Well, hey, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what does the future now for you look like? What is the what's next for Mr. Mike? <sighs> Man, I got some stuff going on. Actually, we have one project going on that I'm not even allowed to talk about yet. But okay. it's very, very exciting. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about it yet, and I hate to say that. No, that's air. okay. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, but – You never want to – you never want to – you know, you talk about it and it doesn't happen, you know. You, exactly. Exactly. It's kind <laughs> I, of, but it's definitely something fucking awesome. Cool. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're writing some songs and uh, – the band, the guys I'm working with, and uh, like I said, if it works out and everybody uh, enjoys each other's company and the songs are good, we're going to make an announcement and actually be a band. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I'll let you know first thing when, when, I, when I find out if it's a go. Please do. I would love to hear what you guys cook. I'll, I'll tell you what it is off air. Okay, definitely. <laughs> okay we gotta hang up her <laughs> but you know what but that's cool i mean and uh you get, i mean it's so cool that you've been able to you know at least stay busy you know and, and oh and, hell yeah and, dude and, i'm producing and, more music than ever oh that's cool i mean do you, yeah, you work out of a, you do you have a studio you work out of out there in LA? yeah there's a studio in irvine california called sonic wire studios and i worked with an incredible engineer called alex bush and he used to work with Trent Reznor out of Nothing Studios. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's really awesome. So him and I do quite a few records together. That is and, really uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've been working with Dave Fortman, who produced uh, Slipknot, Evanescence, Godsmack, Mudvayne. Mud, he did Mudvayne, yeah. 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 We used uh, Jeremy Parker. We used his engineer. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy Parker out of, uh, I think he lives in Arizona now. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, we did demos with him. He mixed a couple records for us and stuff. But, uh, He's talented. Well, dude, we want to thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you, my brother. Um, let's uh, keep talking about, uh, you know, uh, maybe supporting you guys, you guys supporting us. That would be fantastic, bro. All right, bro. You take care. 
Okay, my friend. Later, buddy. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. Um, he's definitely a versatile guy, more than just a guitar player. As we were just you know hearing about his production now that he's doing, which it. I was actually not privy to. I, I knew that about him. Uh, he had uh, gotten involved in helping production. I think early on, even maybe some of the snot stuff. But he, you know, throughout the different bands that he was just talking about, um, you know, he's definitely had a hand in making those records kind of like what I do, you know, and, and being a performer on a record, but also being the guy working behind the board mm -hmm. and, you know, getting involved in the whole process. And, you know, there's only been one snot record. And, and like he said, the, the memories and the greatest parts of making those, you know, those songs, because there were no other songs for another snot record. Mm -hmm. Everything after that's just been tributing, you know, Kind of like what what you guys are doing with the you know tribute to Vinnie Paul's life. I mean, I think mm -hmm. it, you know some at some point you know people realize how influential someone was in in their lives. And for people who don't know Snot, they should definitely check it out because it was some of the earliest form of music that you then heard after that that people were just trying to you know kind of pay homage to yeah you know i'm sure there's definitely snot influence in non-point i hear it there was snot influence in from zero people told us that you know a lot of our our singer's voice sounds when he screamed was like snot mixed with sam kinnison yeah. you know and it's one of those things i think that even lynn had in his voice was you know who gave a crap what note you ended on as long as it made you want to jump yeah. You know, like and, you know, it wasn't all about melodic sense as much as it was about the energy and the attitude. And, you know, Mikey being in Snot and then going into uh, being Soulfly. in Soulfly and how that kind of helped, I think, in a sense, his, you know, music is definitely a healer. We both yeah. know that mm -hmm. I mean, we wouldn't probably still be here if it wasn't for yeah. music yeah. in one way or the other, whether we're playing it, listening to it, connecting with it. It can help the soul. And, you know, with a band, it was soul fly. So yeah. it's almost really kind of a cryptic way of that, like being maybe Lynn's way from beyond having Mikey's soul continue to fly and do what he loves doing in a band that was friends with them. For sure. Anyway, uh, we thank you guys for listening and yeah. uh, hope everybody continues to listen and send us some ideas. If you have ideas for the show, uh, the Rob cast podcast, that is robcastpodcast at gmail.com. And of course on all the social media, um, Mr. Rivera, I have to go let Mr. Rashid in. Okay, thank you very much. And so, uh, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.